at you live from Microsoft NYC. Powered by Quirktastic. And sponsored by Ultimate Wireless LLC. It's Player One Crimson. It's your boy, sort of a skid, bro. If you don't know, player two. Bubblegum Zombie Hunter, player three. And it's the one and only hip hop game of hot nine seven. Lot to take G, your player four. Let's get it popping. And, and we're the party. Why is it every time he goes, it sounds so cool and I yeah. feel so foolish? Yo, me too. <laughs> no, he's outshining us right now. I'm and also, to, I'm shining. <laughs> so late. literally, no. each of us messed up our intro and then he did it perfectly. <laughs> twice in a row. Yo, twice in a row. Oh you know what's sad part is? He don't realize that we're going to keep that clip, right? And we're going to study it and we're going to repeat it <laughs> over and every over. damn Day. So we can be on your level. What? It's gonna be watch five weeks later. Hey, how's it going, guys? Play one Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be I'm telling you, I have rockets and air horns in the background. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. So we have the hip hop gamer straight from hot yeah. nine seven you every day. It, That's my word. You know it, man. I'm blessed to be here. Thanks, you know. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Thanks for having me, but um there's been a lot going on, period, just mm-hmm. like in a gaming space. So I know there's there's a lot to talk about. So I'm very thankful and I'm very honored to be your player for. Let's get oh, it popping. We, we appreciate it. Uh, you were saying there's a lot going on. You want to get something off your chest? What, what's been bothering you? What's been? Oh, no. I mean, nothing's bothering me. Uh, what I would say is I'm just uh, very aware of mm. the clarity of what's going on. And um, I just feel like I wish people could kind of like, like step away from themselves and actually watch what's happening. Like one of the uh, famous Jay-Z lines mm-hmm. was, you know, um, like when when you stand in back and you at you know watching everybody do stuff, it's like this person's a fool and this person's a fool. It's like if you can't tell who is who, if you're just watching these fools argue. And a lot of times we all play the role of a fool because we get engagement, you know, from a lot of negativity. And I feel like uh, it's starting to damage the gaming industry because people see how big it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like things get ruined when like money is great. Don't get me wrong, money yes. is great. But good money is great. Bad money isn't at any cost. And I feel like a lot of bad money is starting to circulate in the Ooh. gaming industry. And the purity of the gaming industry is starting to get, you know, uh, starting to disappear a bit. And um, that's why uh, I feel like um, there's cert- it's just the same thing that happened in hip hop. Hmm? It's not even about anything anymore. Anybody can do it. And yeah. not everybody can. Like, that's what makes it special. Like, not everybody can play a violin. Like, not, not everybody can do certain... Not everybody can do podcasts like what y'all are doing. And um, when it gets to a point where everybody just feel that they could just jump in and do whatever they want to do and find whatever they feel is success, I feel like um, it ruins it because the purity goes away. So that's mm. kind of what I wanted to bring to the a okay. table. That sounds like, like some that. real culture vultures over there. Like, yeah, of course. You know, Damon Dash always speaks about that. Well, you know what's mm-hmm. so funny about you said about the culture vulture? Mm-hmm. I was there for all of it. Like I used to I used to work in a mailroom from mm-hmm. 2001 to 2014. Mm-hmm. So uh every record label, Def Jam, Rock, you know, Rockefeller, Universal, like I was there when the feds um raided uh Murder Inc. Really? Ja Rule, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was my job to know everyone because I had to make sure everybody had their mail. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you said the culture vulture because, like, you know how they talk about being a fly on the wall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a fly on the wall for too many things. I wish I wasn't even there. Like, like you know what I mean? It's crazy. Ain't nothing to do with me. But yeah, I got there. Yeah, ain't got nothing <laughs> to do with me. You My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. Facts, man. So, but yeah, in the gaming um, in the gaming industry, I just want to make sure that the purity uh, remains true 
And, um, you know, with my voice and my platform, I'm always uh, challenge uh, uh, everything to, to make sure that um, what I love and what my grandmother taught me, mm. you know, remains intact. Okay, okay. So y'all heard it here first. Don't come over here with no fake energy because you will get checked. Yep. Oh, yeah. At the yep. door. And, I need and, some gatekeeping, just getting checked. Yeah, and, you, and, and you'll get checked with love. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get checked with love. I, I'm not uh, one of those type of dudes that be like, yo, you don't belong here because you don't do it my way. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, that's ignorant. Um, my thing is, uh, you know, if somebody comes into your house, I want you to feel like it's your home. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, respect is, you know, always, uh, you know, a, a requirement. You know what I'm saying? It's mandatory. And I feel like um, you don't want somebody to come in that have no knowledge or no passion for what you're building and they just specifically tear, tear it down to, or to get whatever they can out of it, squeeze the life out of it, has no more value for you. Out. But I just, um, I'm just trying to preserve the trueness of what we do. That was better than I anticipated. <laughs> I'm kind of flabbergasted. I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, mean, I know we got a video on, you know what I'm saying? But um, this is my grandma's right here. And she taught me how to play video games when I was four years old. So I've been playing games all my life. The very first game I ever played was Pac-Man on Atari 2600. But the game that made me a gamer was uh, Super Mario Brothers and uh, Duck Hunt, Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? 8-bit. And, um, but what I love about what the reason why all this stuff really truly matters to me is my grandmother was always my champion. I never met my mother. You know what I'm saying? Like my real moms, I never met her. So, uh, and my father, you know, love my father. You know, he's a much better man today than, you know, back then. But, you know, my father was a real, real gangster, like for real. So I grew up around a lot of that negative energy. But my grandmother was the beacon, you know, in my life. She was that light. So she, uh, I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn. And growing up, I'm 36, but growing up in the 80s with crack, you know, crack on the corners and everything. My grandmother kept me in church and she kept me playing video games. So she taught me. Everything like you know, playing Street Fighter. Her favorite game was Tomb Raider, uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, uh, 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 what, what was another game? Um, I think Gyro Mike. Like you know, all these other old games that we we would play together. And um, you know, when you think back and you look back in hindsight, because it's 2020, when you look at look at how things happen in your life, my grandmother was my everything, my champion. I don't know what I would have done without her. So everywhere I go, I make sure she's like right here. Because I want people to know that when you meet me, you know, I'm a product of my grandma. So she gets all the credit. And I thank God for allowing me to even have her for as long as I had. So when we talk about gaming, my passion, my grandmother is the source of the passion that I have for gaming. So when I talk about it, it's not just because I love to play games. It's it made me who I am. So when I see things like the mass shootings and, and they talk about all these things, what I love to do is use myself as um, an example for someone that would try to stir up a BS excuse for something. Because people that have no answers are quick to blame. But when you're in a position of leadership, you're supposed to have answers. Problem is, even as a leader, you're still learning. And when you're honest with that, people that you're leading can actually help you instead of you turning it into a dictatorship. There's a difference. So to me, when it comes to like the whole mass shooting thing, the reason why you see those things happening is because there's a level of emotional, uh, emotional immaturity that takes place and it happens within all of us. 
But when you understand what it is, then you'll be able to attack it and be held accountable for the moves that you make and the decisions that you make. So I break it down to where, like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, let's say you're in a relationship. And let's say, let's say a guy go out, get the girl flowers, try to do something nice. And then the girl's like, this was nice, but, you know, you, you could have did this or you could have did that. So now you feel like, you know, you did all you could in the moment and that wasn't enough. So emotional immaturity, you could probably take that as, well, F this B or whatever, whatever, because she don't appreciate nothing. And then that's not going to help the situation, but it made you feel good for the moment because you was able to get back at her. And the problem is we spend so much time trying to get back at one another that we lose everything. So yeah, yeah, you lose yourself in the process. So the thing is, um, my grandmother, she allowed me to, you know, develop into a person that understood what love was. And once I understood what love was, then I understood the answer to everything, everything Everything in life, like every, everything falls back to love. Problem is people love things and not themselves. And when you love things, you, you, who you are is only as good as the thing you love. So the moment the thing you love don't have no value, you don't have no value. Because that's what you, that's what you predicate on. So when you love yourself and you value yourself, the more you work on that, you'll be able to actually impact the world. So no, it don't matter what they do. When they come around you, everything changes. That's why they say my energy is infectious because that's the way I live my life. I want to point out that if I ever make a mixtape, I'm stealing that line. That's going to be the title. What? People love things and not themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? And that's why you see mass shootings and things of that, things of that nature because uh, people love things and they don't love themselves because whoever you hurt is a reflection of your pain. Is you hurting yourself. Because um, I'm going to say something, not, not a lot of people say this, but Jane Elliott, uh, um, this, this white lady, uh, she's amazing. She, um, she said it. But uh, you know how people talk about race, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I gave this a lot of thought because it made a lot of sense to me. And chime in. Let me know what y'all think. Mm-hmm. I know this is a gaming show, but it's all connected. It's no, all but connected. I, listen, yeah. it's one of the few times where we have a guest that's actually like as th- this or spiritual aware of themselves and everything around them. Yeah. As such a, as such a high intellect. It's very well, thank you so much. Refreshing. Man. Yeah. So what happened is uh, when it comes to the way people um, operate in, in gaming and just in, you know, everyday life, when you see people, what Jane Elliott was talking about when it came to race is that there's only one race. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that makes sense because you grow up hearing things or whatever, but I was like, this makes sense. Because if you look at a dog, there's a whole lot of different types of dogs. Yeah. But it's still a dog. No matter how I look, what the color is, it's still a dog. If you look at a bird, there's different types of birds. Yeah. The way they look, the way they, whatever. Yeah, definitely different types of birds. So if you look at a human, look at a human. He, you know, you got people that, you know, Asian, you know, black, white, um, you know, you know, like Hispanic, whatever you want to call it. We all tall, short, fat, skinny, like, you know, like uh, disabled, whatever it is. But you're still a human. You know what I'm saying? And if you get cut, you're going to bleed. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all got eyes. Like, we're all the same, actually. And um, I feel like uh, when you create a divide, then it's like, we cool. But if it come down to it, F you, because this is my side. Yeah, these mm-hmm. are my people. This is my people. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that 
we are all people. And the thing is, uh, you can't judge a person based on what they become because you got to ask them how they got there. And if you never walk this person's shoes or you never uh, uh, got a chance to experience what their life was like, mm-hmm. how can you judge how to handle it? Because you don't know for yourself because you probably didn't go through the things that they went through. So how can you judge? That's why judgment is left for God and God only because he knows all and sees all because he's the creator. Now think about this, right? Uh, now think about this, right? <laughs> I got a few things to say, but y'all created this show, The Land Party. Yeah. Right? So y'all the creators of this, right? So y'all have certain things in place with what y'all created. <laughs> He's so stupid. It's like, <laughs> y'all have certain things in place that y'all created, right? So if someone comes in what y'all created and start trying to do things and change things and blah, 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 and all this other stuff and everything, it's like, yo, like, you know, w- what are you doing? You're ruining, like, what we built. So no, he a good man because he he getting more he's giving us more words than needed because we were not saying that much. <laughs> we're not saying that much. But like it's very true. You know, you're ruining all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it from a standpoint of God and God created something for all of us to have and share, mm-hmm. you will have people that become greedy and want to break the design of what things was for. Mm-hmm. And then when you break the design, what happens? Chaos breaks out. And then now people taking sides, people hating, people doing all this other stuff. All for what? Like So at the end of the day, the quickest way to destroy someone is a person destroying themselves. That's the quickest way you do it. So that's the sad part. So I got a question then, right? Yeah. So, and this will this will be more tilted towards you know, our first lady. I know, but we're going to build it. Right. So you feel with all that being said, do you feel as if, what do you find that you people more prejudice more within the gaming community? Is it more towards black people or more towards women? Oh, that's a great question. You want to answer that first, or you want me to get it? You get it. I talked a yeah. lot. Let's hear from you, Bubblegum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I you got, got I, more. I, I got you on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like I'm. That's hard because I'm black and a and woman. woman, so that's a very, very hard question and you loaded just question. Down in the streets. Uh, very, very loaded. Um, it's hard to say because, honestly, sadly, and y'all could correct me if you feel like I, if you guys feel like I'm wrong, but I feel like in terms of number one through four, like the top people is like male white streamers. Mm-hmm. Then I honestly feel like it's female white streamers. That's a big fact. Yeah. Then I feel like it's black male streamers. Actually, I don't see that. I think really? other. I see. I feel like other ethnicities get more shine on us. To be quite honest. Other white. Oh, what? well. I mean, I was just yeah. right, right for other like, Asians, of course, oh, get a lot. They get love. But I think right here, I do black and white, and mm-hmm. I do feel like it's black. And um, it's hard for women, and it's even harder if you're black. I don't know why, but we just get zero respect. So, I'm not a complaining type of person. Mm-hmm. Like I look at a situation, and I own it. I be it. I know it and execute on it. So I give you an example of what I mean. So, in 2008, true story, right? Um, well, 2007. December 16th, 2007 was the first ever YouTube video I ever made, right? But prior to making this video, I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to be? And the first thing I thought of was how the world would accept me because, you know, I was trying to fit in. 
Now, this I never made this particular video. This is just me talking to myself. But immediately, immediately, I was trying to fit in, be professional, and all this other stuff. And then, God being who he is, um, God just hit me with something. He was like, you've been gaming all your life. Your grandmother taught you this. You know what to do. Why are you thinking about it? Just go do it. Like, I really felt that message from God, right? Mm-hmm. So, I did the video. And when I looked at it, I was like, yo, I'm the best, man. This is crazy. Like, I knew it. I, I Immediately, I knew it. And when I did that, I didn't think about what other people focus on. Meaning that, yeah, they, like, if you black, you got a strike against you. If you black and you a woman, you got two strikes against you. I get all of that. But one thing I learned in life is I actually get excited for negativity now. I'm going to tell you why I get excited for negativity. Because there's this preacher, he's really cool, um, and he said, when you have, like, if you look at a negative um, and a positive, it's God allowing you to have power in a situation. So I'll give you an example. Um, he broke it down in a scientific way. So I think it's when lightning strikes, when there's a thunderstorm or something, when lightning strikes, I think it's a negative current from the cloud and a positive current from the ground. And when it meets, it creates lightning. So anything that's negative that comes my way, it gives me the opportunity to have power, to be positive and have power and authority in the situation. So when I look at everything that comes against me, I was like, the reason why it's coming against me is because God already know I created something powerful for the world to see. I just have to be what I know and execute on what I feel and what I understand. So picture this. In 2008, I go to E3 for the first time. Shout out to Torrance Davis. See the one who gave me the opportunity to go. Now, I had a John Cena belt. I didn't even have my name on it. You know what I'm saying? It literally said John Cena. Like, like, so I had a John Cena belt. No chain. Nothing like that. It was just a belt. Wait, there was a time when there was no chain? Yeah, son. This is new, actually. You know what I'm saying? This is new. So I came I came in the industry, right? Now, I went to... Uh, I, see, I started seeing everybody. You know, Adam Sessler... Greg Miller from IGN wow. or something. Wow. This is the first time he's seen it. Like, you know, I'm blown away. Like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy, right? Two main takeaways from me going to E3 that let me understand that if you give people power over you by what they do, you will never be able to make it, period. So when people say, well, on Twitch, this person gets more shine than them because, yo, if you're going to complain, do your own Twitch. If not, and you're going to be a part of what they do, don't complain. Don't complain because I feel like too many people, they complain to create an excuse to not work. Mm. Period. I, I bring everything back to me. So many people want to talk about what other people do or don't do. It don't matter what they do. It's about what you're doing. What's for you is for you. They, nobody, no organization can take away what God has for you. But if you spend too much time and energy on what you don't got or what you don't like or what they do, blah, 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 you're never going to see the greatness in who you are, period. So I don't complain about nothing. I just go out and do. The fact that I'm able to sit here and think about this, right? I'm the first person, black journalist, black gamer, to be able to bring Hot 97, one of the biggest iconic names in hip hop, and Logitech, one of the biggest tech brands in the world, together through me. And the only way it happened was because of me. Period. And you want to know why? Because there's another saying that I have, and it's called character is your currency. 
And the thing is, when you put value in who you are instead of what you have, everything starts to change. Because at the end of the day, when you look at, let's say we all go into the club, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's five of us in here. Let's say we all go into the club and we all got $100 in our pocket, not a penny more, not a penny less. But you know the owner of the club and y'all got a great relationship. And he see you like, yo, that's my man. Yo, bring him in. Who you got with you? All right, yo, yeah, come on in. Who you are was more valuable than what you had in your pocket in that moment. So I treat life the same way. So who I am is extremely rich. I'm wealthy all day, every day. So wherever I go, wherever I show up at, wherever I talk to, no matter what the situation is, it could be a negative thing you come at, it don't matter. When you enter who I am, everything's changed because I got the power to do so. So when you have that framework, when you have that mindset, then I don't care if you don't put me on the front page of Twitch. You know what I'm saying? I got relationships, I got situations that's going to put me in the front page of the world beyond Twitch, beyond whatever. Because once I make an impact, everybody's going to feel it. And when you feel it, it never goes away. So that's the way I, that my take on it. That's not like I I enjoyed that. Yeah, like, what? You that just got me man inspired, bro. I swear to God. Oh, you got 14k followers. That's nice. (laughs) It don't matter how much followers you got. We still lit. Uh huh. You all play the Captain America theme song. (laughs) (laughs) But now what he's saying is true though, because like, how many times have we met people since we started Land Party that we've seen on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and we're like, eh. They're not that great when you finally meet them. Yeah. But then when they meet us, they're like, oh, you guys are mad cool. What do you do? Oh, we have a podcast. Hey, I want to be in a podcast. Like, see? So my thing is the problem is I just um, you know, stop giving society so much credit. Like, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stop giving society so much credit. Like, we used to do that with college. You know, you gotta go to college, you gotta go this, you gotta go here, because that's all a hustle, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like people be looking at people take things too much at face value instead of the actual core of the person or the situation. You understand what I'm saying? Like, for example, I did an interview with Hugh Jackman, right? On Wolverine. So he, um, before we even started the interview, he was like, hip hop, yo, I got to talk to you, bro. Like, I need a picture with you. Cause like my kids, they love games and like, I'm not cool, but you're cool. So I need a picture with you. Before we got Wolverine saying, like, I need a picture of that you. To you. Y'all think I'm, bugging, yo. I'm not cool. You're cool. Y'all think I'm bugging, right? Uh, yo. Yo. I, yo, I lost my, I lost yo. my mind. So I was like, yo, you know who you are, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But the Wolverine as I live and breathe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm being honest, man. It's like, yo. you never know who's watching. You never know who, you know, you're touching, who you're reaching with what you're doing. So, I don't listen to what society says and all this other stuff, man. I just do what I know is right in my heart, in my soul, and yo, check it out. This is crazy, so I got you, Jeremy. I got you, Jeremy. He was like, the fact that I get a chance to take a picture with you today is making his day. And it's Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. You understand? So my thing is, so my thing is, 
I'm not on the front page of Twitch every day. I'm not on the front page of none. I'm not none of that. But it doesn't mean everything stops because you can't do it. Like I, I, like I said, man, I don't live with excuses. I look at a situation, I analyze it, and I just go do because my intent is always positive. My motive is always right. You understand what I'm saying? Like God sees everything. So it don't matter what you do or say. That's why, you know how people be like seeing is believing? Hmm? That's BS. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to prove my point, right? Let's say, let's say, um, you know, uh, you got this girl, right? And um, let's say you grab her, shake her, and you throw her to the ground like you about to hurt her. Now, if that's all people saw, they about to do work to that dude. He about to get beat up. The girl's looking all innocent and everything. But what you didn't see is that this girl stabbed that kid's brother, baby brother, and tried to kill him. And, she, and he took the girl off of the baby to, and threw her on the floor to protect um, the kid. But y'all didn't see that. You understand what I'm saying? So my thing is, when you are in tune with what God got for you, he's going to make sure that he's, he's going to remove certain people from your life when you mm-hmm. think they're supposed to be there. He's going to make everything happen to work in your favor. You just got to do your part. So my thing is, seeing is believing is bull, but faith is everything, period. So at the end of the day, when it comes to gaming and just everything that we do and trying to get far and our platforms or whatever it is, when you go about it the right way, things may look like it's wrong, but God is like, don't worry about it. I got your back. Just do your part. And when you do your part, you won't wake up one day and be and look back and be like, yo, this is what dude was talking about. That day at the land party when blah, 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 like two years later, something's going to happen. And you were like, wow, that's what he was talking about. So as long as you stay true to you and do your part, you allow God to do his. <laughs> yo, a lot of people was like, yo, I'm sitting like, uh, shout out to my man Lucky. A lot of people was like, yo, I'm going to set up a TED Talk for you or something like that. Yes. You got a preacher, you know, motivational talk. speaker, all it. Can I talk? Yeah, but I don't even take credit for it, man. I give all the credit to my grandma because because God gave God gave me my grandma yeah. and things that she was telling me I wasn't getting. And then over time, I got it. So that's why I'm at where I'm at today. And when I tell you I have no fears, I have no worries. I'm the best at what I do. I'm blessed to be here, and there's so much more to come. It's gonna be crazy. Real question for you. Yeah, let's get it, B. All right. You play Call of Duty, correct? Of course. Come on, man. I play yeah, every yeah, Call of Duty, yeah, son. All of them. I'm trying to see how good you got killing these zombies. Like, what's your, what's the long? Oh, Nazi, oh Nazi zombies? All right, so I would probably say Call of Duty World at War when the Nazi zombies uh, uh-huh. came out. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head, like, how long I lasted. Mm-hmm. I know I couldn't stand the dogs. Like, the dogs, yo, that was like a cheat code to me, man. I was like, yo, I couldn't stand the dogs when they came out, but... Um, Nazi zombies, man, when that first first came around, I thought it was genius. I lasted pretty long though, because mm-hmm. I just loved the mode. But um, I don't have no like definite stat off the top of my head. So my, my, my real question is, would you ever be down for a who could last longer, you or player three out of the match? Oh yeah! Oh, come on, be you serious? Nah, yo, I'm always down the back. Let, let, let me explain <laughs> something to you. I, yo, you could I don't care, you could be five, six years old. I'm gonna smoke you, son. Oh my god! I, like, I mean, get, like I don't care. You, you, you heard it? My name, is, my name is Bubblegum Zombie Hunter. That's, that's her my. Full that's name. my. That's full name. Name. She just threw down the gauntlet, bro. Let's go. That was the gauntlet. My name. We with it. My name is my name, and that's what I said. <laughs> Young with But that's right, my so, name. So let, look, all right, here's what I like to do. Okay. Now, when it comes to fighting games, because it's one on one, me against you. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? 
what fighting games like you real nice at or you real good at that you feel like you could put some money on? Like, look, what's you, up? You told a hoe. You nah, told a yeah, you gotta talk everybody. to you everybody. You gotta talk everybody. to everybody. Everybody, what up? What up? <laughs> All right, you wanna be real about it? Yeah. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is a joint. So, what I would say is, um, because I play so many games because mm-hmm. I have to, like, review no, everything. So, like, right now, one of the main games I'm playing is Wolfenstein, um, Youngblood. Like, right. that's what I'm playing right now. And um, I just finished uh, The Division 2. So, but I'm always playing many, many different games because I'm reviewing everything. But um, I can sharpen up my uh, Smash Brothers skills, and then we can go at it with that. And um, we could have a we could have a gaming triathlon. It could be hip hop gamer versus land party, <laughs> one in each category. Yeah, or triathlon. We can do that, man. I'll we smoke can... you. We go. We play, <laughs> play Pac Man. Oh, we play man. Street Fighter. Oh, then like you yo, know, we just play, play different... we play Mario Kart. Oh, <laughs> Mario Kart. Mario oh, I'm, Kart. Lit. I'm lit in Mario Kart. Ooh. Mario Kart. Ooh. I got Mario Kart. Wait a minute. I got Mario Kart. We lit in Mario Kart, son. Like all of them, like Mario Kart, Crash Team Racing, Team Sonic Racing, all that stuff. He said Team Sonic Racing. I rock with it all, bro. I have everything. Like you don't understand. Like from that tracks all the way to now, I got it all. Jesus. I'm different. I ain't dude. never seen no one act like that before. <laughs> yeah, I'm different. So oh, let's go, man. All right, so we're going to have a triathlon, right? That's gonna start. We're going to start off and fight a game. Yep. Then we're going to go over to a racing game. Yeah. And we're going to have our resident zombie killer, you feel me? Yeah. Outlast you in the, in the whatever zombie shooting yeah. game. We can do that. Me? We can do that. Uh, and if, if, you so want, if you want, we can have like a like a um a randomizer where mm-hmm. it's like we have different, like, like, uh, like 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 20 30 games on on something and hit a randomizer whatever game pop up that's what you play so even if you play it or not that's what we gonna play that sound like a youtube (laughs) video to me i'm down so i'm down for whatever it's never you know what i'm saying what what it go hot 97 every day that's my word we can make it happen we can make it happen you know what i'm saying land party you know what i mean you understand you understand notice how land party starts with an l right yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What happened to positivity? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have positivity. Oh, it, it, it went out the window. Oh, yeah, it's all love. It's out the window. When we competing, you know what I'm saying? It's all love. You taking the L. Like, you know what I'm saying? Word up. Listen, man. Let's get it. Listen, you watch Game of Thrones? Um, You know what? I honestly saw, like, one episode before. I haven't been on Game of Thrones like that. I want to. I want to. But... All right, so I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like, when it comes to, like, TV shows, I'm, like, a fiend for The Office. I, I, yo, I live off The Office. Yo, let me tell you something right now. I had John Krasinski on the show. Really? Yeah, I had John. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim? Jim Halpert? I had him yo. on the show, bro. And um, I told him, like, yo, we should do, a, like, a VR game of The Office where you could walk around and actually be in The Office and do stuff. And he was like, yo, he loved it and everything like you that. open the background the whole yeah, time. I got access, yeah, I got access to all of that. But, yeah, yeah, shout out to Jim Halpert, you know, John Kroniski. I, I, I asked because, like, you don't, you don't understand. You don't came to the kingdom of Jigafell. And you don't want this smoke. We gonna smoke you. And what? And whatever you in your randomizer. Get your randomizer. Oh, ready. please, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, get your randomizer. Don't you don't want ready. it, son. You don't want it. Man, put like this. If like if you really, really, really want to keep it gangster, if you really want to do this, so the triathlon, right? We uh-huh. can do that. But I would love to do it live in front of an audience. So right now, right now, right? Either at either either in Times Square where where Sprayground is at, 
or at 368 Gaming with my man Casey Neistat and Will Smith got their spot, we can actually do an event, like a land party event. And we can, I can have the arcades and then we can have like the console game, like a piece, all that other stuff and really set up the rules and everything and make an event out of it. Have people come watch it. All of that. You know what I'm saying? And we have like prizes on the line and everything. Matter of fact, what, what we could do is um, like, like if I win, you know what I'm saying? I can host you know, I can, be, I, can, I can host land party for for a day or something like oh, that. You know what oh, I'm saying? That's how we go to we just gonna give them the keys to the to the boat. You know what I'm saying? We we could do something okay. real cool right, that'll be entertaining for the fans. If that if that listen, I feel if you wanna get smoked in front of all your fans, right? Like, I'm just, right. You wanna bring everybody up to the spot. Oh, yo, go to yo, y'all think hold on. Y'all think y'all the only people that got like a team. Like no, 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 no. Yo, yo, bring right. your army, man. Bring your I, army. I got, I got the squad. I like, bet you know what I'm saying? Like, do. like, I, I really got a team. So I, I was it. like, it's like, like we sleeping okay. in giants. It's like we just so we just want to up and up, low, low key, but like we put in work. Okay, we put in work. We gonna see then. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. You, you saw me play Smash Brothers for a total of 30 seconds because that's how fast that match okay, was. That's good. That's cool. That's cute. That's cute. You know what I'm That's real cute. You know, make sure you got, make sure your glasses and your prescription is right. Oh, no excuses. Make sure you good. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you feel good about yourself. Wake up that morning. Yo, I'm telling you, I'm, yo, we gonna win it. We keeping the, the, we keeping the chain for like a week. We gonna win and keep the chain for a week. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? There's three of us. We each get it for two days. Yeah. Each get it for two I, days. Yo, <laughs> I don't even work. Know, I don't even know him, but we gonna hit up DJ Academics. He'll get the chain for the seventh day oh, just cause. <laughs> now you, you, gotta, you gotta hit up somebody that got like you know that actually knows about hip hop. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh Academics don't know hip hop. He don't know hip hop. What is he? He don't know. Who does he say? And the reason why I say academics don't know hip hop. This ain't a like. Um, like I don't like like him type of thing. Nah, it's nothing like that. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. if I meet him in person, I'm giving him big hug. Like I'm, you know, what I'm saying that's how I am. Like yeah, this yeah. ain't no personal stuff to like. This, you know, ain't like that. How you feel. I'm just saying. I, I just don't feel like he um knows a lot about hip hop. The reason why I feel like he don't knows don't know a lot about hip hop because it seems like every time something's popular, he's gonna jump on it because it's popular. But when it comes to actual real like skills and real like lyricism and stuff like that like i I give you an example right um i think recently shout out to my man wayno that's on the show like that's my dude that's that's someone um when i was in the mail room he was interning at the same spot that's how i know wayno because we i was in the mail room don't bring him don't bring him this triathlon either we'll smoke him right back to complex oh Well, let him know for himself. You know what I'm saying? Right. He got to speak for himself. But right. we'll, we'll tag him in this clip. <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is, like, uh, with um, with academics, uh, recently, I think this was recent, but um, he was talking about the song that it was Drake, um, Kanye, um, uh, uh, what's that song? Um, I think a song called Forever, where it was Eminem, Drake, um, Kanye, yeah, Lil Wayne. Uh, it was a joint for LeBron James, uh, <laughs> joint and stuff like that, right? And um, like he, I forgot what he, uh, what order he said who was the best or whatever. But I think he had like Eminem last or something like that. And I'm like, you don't know hip hop if you have Eminem last in anything. Period. Eminem to me is one of the best lyricists that ever was like born. Period to me. And the, like I said, like a lot of times. 
people are just go with what's cool and what's popular, but like, where's the actual skill set? Take away the music, take away the popularity, take away the marketing dollars, like take away all of that. Just put somebody in a room and spit and see what your skill set is. This is what hip hop is, like, like what, like your talent. These dudes ain't ready for Norman. All right, so sorry. when you say that, that's why I said you don't know what hip hop is. Cut your back with hip hop, right? Right. Bubblegum. Wait, hit me with three, three rappers. Put them in the room. And I want to go with stuff, but I feel like I'll be proving his point. So three, <laughs> I want to be I respect like the honesty. Drake. But let me stop. I love Drake, but I know, no, I know. Dope. Drake is dope. Uh, I rock with Drake in my too. head, of course. Con- um, not Conway. Of course, um, Kendrick. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> you. Thank you. I wanna. I wanna say Logic. 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 Okay. Logic is nice. Let's okay. go. Uh, one this. last got person. This. Um. Got this young Padawan. I'm. I'm trying to think of someone who's really good. Negro what? And famous. <laughs> like I mean, like and really good and not just famous. That I really, really like. Uh, I, I, <laughs> after you go, I got. I'm a watch. Hold on, I want to. I, I gotta hit his. Okay. I, I gotta hit. I, Why me? I, I have. I got an easy three, and I, I got. I got billions. Bro, I, I got a, easy three. I can just tell you right now. But go ahead. I know he's not that highly favored right now in the community, but I have a lot of love and respect for Kanye West. Okay. So. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, like, from a lyrical standpoint, Kanye is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay before it went to heartbreaks. Yeah, like I'm old, old Kanye. Why you drag me into this? Nah, he put me in this on purpose because I don't listen to hip hop that much. So he want to see what oh, the fuck's in oh, oh. I didn't right? do that. I didn't do that. That's exactly why. All right, I didn't do that. All right, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You already know I'm gonna put my boy Drake. Uh, you know, okay. over here. Hey. Yeah, Drake. Yes, yeah. Drake. Yeah, Drake is dope, man. Right, well, Drake is dope. See, my thing is. It's all about well, capability. Why would you say Drake is dope if the whole idea is that he has a team behind him, a ghostwriter? And that's not bad. I love, no, I love no, Drake. No. I love Drake. No, Drake, but no. he has a production. I, no, I said Drake is dope, but he's not somebody I'm going to uh, put in the room and, you know, you didn't say Drake for your answer. You said yeah. Drake, but you said Kanye. Yeah. yeah. You, know, so you said Kanye, Kendrick, and Logic. Yes. So if you would have said Drake, I would have been like, you bugging. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you ain't writing your own stuff, then it don't. Then you disqualify. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, what you trying to do? Right, um, I don't listen to much hip hop, so I'm gonna put Drake. It sounds right, nice. Cool. It sounds yeah, nice. No, see, Drake knows how to execute and deliver. Yes. That yeah. plays a role too and skill set. So Drake is dope. I love Drake. Like, like I'm for real. Like he's like really, really nice. But in terms of what we're talking about now. <laughs> He's not qualified for that. Yeah. All right, so let me pick something else because he made me feel like shit. <laughs> you feel like shit. But listen, you understand. Like I'm speaking shit. from a standpoint like I do this. I'm an artist as well, so I'm not just speaking from a only a fan standpoint. This, right. this ain't his name, Hip Hop Gamers. <laughs> like, it's not fair. He do it all. He do it all. This is what I do for him. Right, um, Schoolboy Q is good. I remember mm-hmm. I listened to. All I, I like Schoolboy Q. Q. Um, you took you bastard. <laughs> I did. I'm yeah. so sorry. But there's so uh, many people better than him. Look at it. Yeah. If you J. Cole was pretty good for me. Skill, there's so many people that's better than him. Look at oh, good. Q, J. Cole. Oh, oh that's what I should say. Yeah. Cole, you got to go, J. Cole. You got to go, Star. That's what I should say. I think, um... Yeah, that was three already. 
Yeah, you said Drake. No, no, I had to swap out Drake. You made me feel bad. Because then I'm swapping out Kanye for J. Cole if we doing that. All your answers was valid, son. You can't do that. The Drake wasn't valid, apparently. So I'm trying to think. Who's one last person I listened to? Uh, I think I only got two. I can hold you. Okay. All right. So for me, right? Right now, oh. yeah. I mean, he on everybody's shit list right now, but ASAP Rocky. You motherfucker. <laughs> As a lyric? Really? Don't do that. No. Rocky, uh, pretty good. I, I, I think no, pretty good. See, see I'm, I'm like, this is why I Yo, love, we on the same This is why right I now. love me. This is why I love me, like, so much. <laughs> for him to say, like, for him to say, what, what, when it comes to ASAP Rocky, it lets me know that on a scale of one through ten, when it comes to hip hop and like lyrical ability, your standards is like sitting at a two. <laughs> your standards is sitting at a two. No, but the way right. me and him at the same time was nah, like, yeah. what? No, 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 like mixed up in the songs. Me and y'all. <laughs> you, keep, you keep getting things mixed up between artists and just straight up lyrical skill. Like it's lyrical the difference genius. between that. All right, so me and my list then. Me and my list. Right? Yeah. I would have said Rocky. But Meek is on my list. I don't give a fuck. Who? Meek Mills? Oh, yeah, like Meek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was yeah. taking them L's with Drake, I was, yeah. I was taking them L's with him. Yeah, yeah. All right? I, mean, I was took an LL. Like, it was an extra L. Like, Listen, like, he, I, I took it with him. extra large L. Because, you, didn't, you didn't take it with him, but yes, we get I, it. Trust me, <laughs> I, I got you. I, got, I did. I got made fun of. He said, yo, you, you used to rock with me. Yup. All right? I can't front. My son, Leash the Goat. You already know who it is. Who? Um, child, um, Childish. <laughs> not child, only, oh, Childish also. Child creator. Tyler oh, um, he can rap. He be playing around and stuff. Yeah, but when he, when, when, rap. he has when skill. He, when he not dicking around, yeah, he got skill. He, he can got rap. skill. But there's so many people that's better than him. <laughs> so I'm gonna just give you a quick three. All right, let's go. Um, Eminem, All right. obviously. Yeah. Um, Chris Rivers, Big Pun Son, mm. and um. Uh, who should I do? Like, who should I give you? Uh, man, I'm trying to not give you because I was going to originally you are hit say like Gilly the Kid. Yeah, of I was originally going to say uh, um, uh, Kendrick as well. But I'll give you... Um, uh, okay, so this is how we do it. I'll give you Eminem, Fred the Godson, and um, Chris Rivers. But just the stunt, just the stunt real quick. We could go Joel Ortiz. We could go Murder Mook. Um, we can go uh, um, uh, um, Snow the Product. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Snow the product, to me, she's like the female Eminem. Hmm? She don't get the props she deserve, but I would take Snow the product, put her in a room with any artist, any artist, and she will hold her own. To prove my point, she did songs with, um, what's the name, uh, uh, Slaughterhouse, with, you know, Joel T's, mm-hmm. Crooked Eye, and all of them. She's on songs with them, holding her own, and at times, just straight up better. Snow the product. See, and this is what I'm talking. I'm talking about lyrical ability. And when I talk about lyrical ability, I'm talking about breath control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about um like metaphors, uh, uh punchline. I'm talking about everything. People don't have these conversations. That's why I said what I said when it came mm-hmm. to academics. They don't have these conversations to really, really break down what it is. Black thought from the roots. You understand what I'm saying? Like this is I'm talking about real lyrical ability. So how do you feel like um what's his name? Jordan Lucas. Oh, lyrical ability. Jordan yeah. Lucas. Yo, the song that he got with Eminem? <laughs> what? Yeah. You kidding me? Son, yo, 
The his eyes just now. He was too happy. Yo, son, you understand, son? Eminem is on a, like, this dude said, like, this, and this is, like, way back. Like, he was, like, windows tinted on my ride when I drive in it. So when I rob a bank, run out and just dive in it. So I'll be disguised in it. And if anybody identifies the guy in it, I'll hide for five minutes. Come back, shoot. Wait, come back, shoot the eyewitness. Fire at the private eye. Hire the prior in my business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, the wordplay is ridiculous. He said, yo, he, one time he said, um, he said this just to get on Puffy's nerve, and this is old too, but he was like, so I just throw up a middle finger and let it linger longer than the rumor that I was sticking it to Christina, because if I ever stuck it to any singer in showbiz, it'd be Jennifer Lopez and Puffy, you know this. Sorry, Puff, but I don't give a uck if this chick was my own mother. I still uck her with no rubber and come inside her and have a son and a new brother at the same time and just say that it ain't mine. What's my name? Come on! Wow. <laughs> Nobody even think like that. You understand what I'm saying? This dude is serious, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Uh, like, yo, like when it comes to lyrics and bars, delivery, all the other stuff, it's crazy. And there's no song on the market, period, that can mess with Rap God. You know what I'm saying? Rap God. There's, that song is six minutes of assassination anybody in the world. Like, Rap God. And then what's so funny, I didn't even have to mention Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, and the, the traditionals. Like, come on, man. In a conversation like that, you always trying to try to... Stay away from them and kind of hey, I like Biggie. Yeah, I like Tupac. Yeah, no, no. I'm I, I'm about this because I do this. Like, you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know what it takes. Like, so when people talk about certain things, it's like when you're watching basketball. When Shaq and, and Kenny Smith talk about basketball, I listen to them more because they legends. Like, like this is what they do. They went through it. So their insight is completely different from somebody that's just a fan of basketball, just talking talk. But they smoke all day and never even been on the court. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't listen to you. You understand? So it's like, it's just different with me. And my, and my name is hip-hop. Like, I, my, my passion is on a whole nother level. Karras One, Immortal Technique, I could go on. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Uh, I want to take it back a bit. For the people at home who might not know much about you, you said you're one of the only people who brought together Hot 97 and Logic Log Tech. Can you tell us a bit more about that, about, like, what you do? About Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I wear many hats, but uh, the main thing is um, I'm a gaming journalist. You know, I break stories. I do interviews with all the uh, game developers and stuff like that. But I'm also a content creator, so I create a lot of shows. So I have a show on Hot 97 that I do every week called We Got Game. But I also stream every day on Hot 97 and Logitech G as well. So I have that content. Um, I have a new podcast called The One Love Podcast um, that I have uh, with my man Tavon Skinner from Craft Keepers. And um, that's like literally a podcast um, designed to leave you with a positive, inspirational message, no matter what we talk about and discuss. So it's very controversial because um, people got to stop being afraid of the truth. Because if you have a fear of the truth, then you will never see how great you can really be. And I have, a, I'm very optimistic, and I'm and I'm all about empathy. So my thing is, I want to see the best for everyone, not just me. I want to see the best for everyone, and that's what I would love for others to see as well see everybody else shine and grow too. It doesn't take anything away from you when somebody else does good. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. Um, also, just in terms of entertainment, I done had everybody on the show from Tyler Perry to, Ke to Kevin Hart to Scarlett Johansson to Angela Bassett, Morgan Freeman, you name them. So when it comes to actors and 
and and you know uh, sports and everything. I had I bring them all to the show as well with the content I create. Um, also, I'm a character in video games, so you could choose me in NBA 2K Playgrounds One and Two. You, um, I'm a character in Watch Dogs Two as well. If you go to City Hall in um, uh, Watch Dogs Two in San Francisco, you'll see a person with a number five jersey on and white pants with the belt and everything like that, and people crowding around them dancing and everything. That's me. That's my character in the game. And then um, and then uh, also I make music uh, for the game. So I did the theme song for Watch Dogs Two. Um, I did a theme song for Twisted Metal. Uh, when that came out years ago, um, I got a new song that that I'm doing for Dying Light 2 right now and Watch Dogs Legion that's coming out next year. So I got songs for that already written, ready to go. So, yeah, like I, I do it all. I do what, a lot. What was it like being a character for Watch Dogs 2? Was that all them or did you have to go into the studio and Oh, so what happened? Yeah, so so I'm an NPC, so I'm a non-playable character. So um, what happened is, uh, I you know I love the game so much, and I did the song for the game. So after I did the song, they loved the song so much that they was like, "Yo, we should just make you a like a character, you know, like um in the game and stuff like that." And so what the what, the way it is when there's an app in the Watch Dogs game where it's called Song Sneak, and um it allows you to to discover music that's not like already in the game like i mean it's already in the game but it allows you to discover it so you can use it whenever you want in the game so when you come across my character you hear the song and then you pull up your app and then that song is downloaded into your game so now when you drive in or doing anything you can listen to the song so they made a game out of finding my song like in the game so that was cool that was cool yep i want to be a character in this game the <clears throat> character i'm in is fucking dungeons and dragons dungeons <laughs> <laughs> that's the only character i got here and yeah, Lee. You, talk, <laughs> you talked a lot about games and music. Uh, yes. So can you give us, you said a lot of things, but can you give us your top five, top three favorite songs, your top three favorite games? Ooh. Top three favorite songs, Ooh. just like favorite songs in hip-hop, period? Um, Yes, oh. in hip-hop. <laughs> All right, so this is always hard, uh, but um, one of them is Dear Mama from Tupac. Lose Yourself from Eminem and Juicy from Biggie. And the reason why those are like my, I would say like my top three, and there's so many other songs that I love, obviously, but the reason why I say those top three is because when I look, when I look at hip hop, I think about if hip hop was a person, if hip hop was a walking person, you know what I'm saying? What would he or she say? So I feel like when you think about um, Biggie's uh, Juicy, the way, it, the, the way it starts off, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. When you think about the way he started it, it was all a dream. Um, that's something that a lot of people forget to do, you know, have have dreams. And in order to make it to where you see these, to where you see hip hop is today, you know, it came with a dream. So I feel like that song and that opening sets the tone for what hip hop has become. Yeah. That's, why, that's one. Then Tupac, Dear Mama, I feel like Tupac himself is the heartbeat of hip-hop because um, Pac was a poet, lyrical and everything, but more so, I felt him. Like, he could say anything. he say, I went across the street, and I will feel it like, <laughs> like no other song. Like, because his passion is so deep that he could say anything and make you do something. Like, you know what I mean? And um, that level of leadership with his voice and passion and that song, Dear Mama, you know, we all come from mama. You know what I'm saying? We all come from our mothers. So I feel like that song is one of the births 
of, of hip hop in terms of the passion. And then Eminem Lose Yourself, the reason why I feel like that's so important is because if you ain't willing to give, I, this is another theory that I have, but 99% is not enough. If you on PlayStation and you about to download a game and it says 99%, no, you can't play this whole game. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't 100%. So if, if we supposed to be friends and we supposed to be looking out for one another, I can't look out for you 99%. If it ain't 100, it ain't gonna work, period. And that's the problem. People wanna lower their standards because most people ain't gonna be 100 with you. So my thing is, if you ain't 100, it ain't gonna work. 99% is not enough. So I feel like Lose Yourself, Eminem embodies um, that you got to give it your all or it's not going to work. That's why at the end of 8 Mile, the way he broke it down was so powerful because he took away all the ammo that someone could use against him and everything that people deemed as a negative, he used as a positive. That's why I said what I said earlier about oh, God allowing you to have power in a situation when negativity comes your way. So hip-hop, lose yourself is the version of that feeling of having power in a situation. So those would be my top three songs because that's what it represents. Now, the top three games, I would say Super Mario Brothers, uh, Nintendo um, 8-Bit, um, God of War, and the next one I would probably say, ooh, the next one I would probably say is Call of Duty. And I'm going to tell you why. Which one? Um, no, I just don't want the franchise like itself, just Call of Duty. Yeah, the franchise as a whole. Like same thing with God of War, Call of Duty, and Mario. I'm gonna tell you why those be my top three games. Mario for me personally was the game that made me a gamer. So, and it signifies the family and the fr- the family and the and the fun and the friend and the and the love that um Nintendo promotes when it comes to that character and that brand. Because I feel like that's what gaming is all about, regardless of what people try to narrate it as. You understand what I'm saying? So that's that. God of War is because we all go through pain. And I've never seen a character designed with such a painful story where, you know, you give your soul to the devil, you know, to um, um, Ares. And when you give your soul to Ares, uh, he makes you kill your own family. And you got to wear the ashes of your family as your skin. So no matter what you do, when you look at your skin, like, and, and re- another reason why that relates is because this black skin that we have is considered dangerous, you know, in society. So when you think about Kratos, he killed his family and now he has to wear this and he's the god of war and he's looked at as dangerous. So I could really relate to the skin part of how the outside looks at you, you know what I mean? So that's why Kratos and God of War was such a powerful uh, game for me. Call of Duty, the reason why that one is a couple of reasons. Because um, it deals with work. And when, you, um, when you're on the front lines of your Call of Duty and you relate that to your life, if you, if you, never, if you don't answer the Call of Duty, you're never going to get a chance to achieve the dreams that you say you so-called want. So to me, these are my top three games because I love to play them but also the metaphor behind the reason why they exist. And the last thing I'll say about uh, Call of Duty is it was groundbreaking because in 2007, when um, Call of Duty 4 came out, that, that moment is the moment that transcended from gaming being considered this niche underground thing, although it was always the biggest thing, 
but mainstream media once Call of Duty hit hit that hundred million mark and it was like out of this world and online gaming on console went to a whole new level and everything like that. It showed it was a paradigm it was a paradigm shift on the impact gaming culture overall has had. So I would definitely say those are the top three: Call of Duty, God of War, and Mario. Player one. What's your top three? My top three Look games. Yeah. Ash Brothers. I don't know why you're looking at me like, 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 like you really wanted it. I'm telling you. <laughs> you remember I had to, I had Yo, to make lucky sure you. I didn't bring my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So, sure we would have just settled it right here. You, I didn't bring mine either. You know what I'm saying? I had a lovely Melanie, you know, film it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she's a great cinematographer, yeah. She's oh, a great cinematographer. You, oh, for real? You're a cinematographer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't be modest. <laughs> In the moment, if you need someone on the spot to do it, yeah. I take bomb ass pictures and bomb ass. All right, cool. Well, I mean, you only get the bomb when you're looking at a bomb ass female like that. So, boom, there we go. Let's get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Um, who would it be? Yeesh. Um, it, it's not Mario Party. I hate that. You hate Mario Party? I despise. Oh, come on, bitch. It's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a yeah. I think it's a joke. I really I won't play that game. So um my top two be Smash Brothers. Um it was Kingdom Hearts until I played three. Oh Kingdom Hearts. Nah, it's out the it's out the window though. Kingdom Hearts 3 is trash. I'm sorry. Now, you know, it's so easy to say something is trash. I feel you, but did you play that, you play Kingdom Hearts 3? Did I, really? So yeah, that, I played Kingdom Hearts so 3. How, 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 really? how do you not feel hard? I ain't ended yet. I ain't ended exactly. yet. So end it and then come back and you go like, yeah, you was you go text me, yeah, you was right. <laughs> you was like, nah, because because <laughs> I have a different. I have a whole different outlook on how I look at games as opposed to other people. See, the thing is, like, like when I play games and, mm-hmm. and the way I look at it is completely different. Because, like, a lot of times, for perfect example, right? So, why do you say, in your opinion, without spoiling everything, mm-hmm. but what makes Kingdom Hearts trash? Because you gotta understand, trash is a strong word. Yeah. So because garbage, you know, like yeah, like garbage yeah. and trash. Now, can't, what makes it garbage? What makes it trash? I, I know she, Here's the difference. The reason why it's trash because trash can. It can get better. It can do better. Garbage is complete, just a failure. The reason why Kingdom Hearts 3 is trash was because the cohesiveness of the story fell apart from the beginning of that game. And then on top of that, you've had all these worlds, there's few worlds with big, expansive, you could have did so much more in these worlds. You could have did so much more. Wait, you played how many? How far? How far did you get in the game? Oh, okay. So, perfect example. How big has you? Every world you play so far are expansive, are they not? Yeah, right. Right. And the story itself was so little and so it was just a linear. Not only that was linear, it was just a fragment of the world itself. And then when you explored the world, there was no payback. You didn't get much back from it, exploring it as much as you did, being as big as it was. You were all of that. You could have made the world a lot more smaller, gave us more worlds, and get like cars is Disney. Cars is Disney. I would. It's it's out of the way. It's so left field. But if you'd have made Sora a car, you'd have made Goofy something like Mater. That'd have been the extra world, right? There's so much more we could have revisit Mulan. We could have came back to Lion King. We could have a proper Little Mermaid. There was so much more you could have did, and you you cheat. You copped out. You cheaped out on us. 
you cheaped out on us, and then the ex- and then all the extra stuff that we could have wanted, you're making us pay for as DLC. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. I waited 13 years for this. I've waited so, 13 years. Like just like I said, just like I said. So the reason why you're calling it trash is not so much. It's not so much of the game itself. It's either extra things that he wanted, or the fact that he brought up DLC and all this other stuff, and money and all this other stuff. It's more of your personal feel of how you feel about the game, as opposed to the game itself. I'll give you an example of what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, those types of games. Mm-hmm. I can't stand those games. <laughs> I don't like them. Period. But I know why they're great, though. Like oh, no, I, those are, I know good. why those games is great. They're good, but I don't like them. So my thing is, most people, if they don't like it, they'll give it a bad score because that's how they feel. But you got to know the difference between what you feel and what's actually there. So my thing is, when I look at Kingdom Hearts, graphically, game is fire. Fire. And mm-hmm. if you reviewing the game and you like going down the list of all the like categories on how you review a game, that's why I'm asking you if it's trash. So mm. graphics, amazing, right? The gameplay, fire. Like, the gameplay is fire. Similar the, sound design, the sound design is dope as well. Like, so there's a lot of great things about this game. To me, based on what you said, mm-hmm. the only thing that you didn't like about the game is the way they executed the story. That's the way it seems to me in the exploration of the game. Now, let me tell you something. Like, Kingdom Hearts, this isn't, like, a open-world game like like Witcher and Grand Theft Auto, th- those aren't those games. See, the problem is you'll play something, right? And you'll want more out of it, but you can't grade it based on what more you want. You got to grade it based on what's actually there. And what's actually there, it looks great. There's no frame. The frame rate ain't bad because you can switch it between um, the favoring resolution or favoring fa- frame rate, or however you want to do it. So everything in there is, is intact. Now, if you if you ain't feeling a story, then let's say you gave the story like a five out of ten, but everything else is high. It doesn't make it a trash game. Okay. The story could have been better in your opinion. The story could have been better in your opinion. But just because the story wasn't what you wanted, no. it doesn't make it a trash game. Give us your third game. game. Huh? Give us your third nah, game. Nah, I want to hear this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Finish the thought. But do you understand what I'm saying? Because right, right. that's Brothers. like saying, you know what it's like? That's Pokemon like... and Zelda. Back to this. <laughs> okay, okay. Pokemon okay. and Zelda. And, and Back don't, to lose this. Your, don't lose your thought. But here's what I'm saying. Let's say you have an album, right? And the album got 12 songs on it. Now, out of those 12 songs, like let's say 10 of them was fire. You really liked. But then there was a song on there that, like, when it started out, oh, you thought it was going to be a jam. But then it just fall off and it's horrible. So then the whole album is trash because this one song rubbed you the wrong way. Like, really? Okay. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, I understand what you're saying, right? So, okay. So let's play it. Let's let's go about it like that, right? So I, we've mentioned the gameplay was fuego. Yeah, right? that's graphics, one gameplay, of the sound, game- fun factor, all of that. No, all right. The fun factor wasn't there. And how was the fun factor wasn't there? Are you serious? 
How was it not? Yo, <laughs> are you serious? First man. off, first off, like the fun to me, like the fun fact in the game. Yeah. I, I love going through, just going to the to the worlds, just seeing it, the the um scope of it. Like that's fun for me because it, I get a chance to relive all my like memories mm-hmm. as a kid and looking at Disney. So I love that they did that. When I went to Toy Story, that yo, I, yo, that that moment was crazy. Looking at that, you, you see that's you see what you're saying. That moment, the only good take. From the Toy Story universe was the alley they made to the Toy Story universe overall when they said, oh, why can't those toys move? Because they don't believe it yet. That was just a tip. That was like the one that, that was literally the best thing about the Toy Story universe because it showed you as if when you're a toy in that universe, you just have to believe. And from there, you will, you will just go a consciousness and you can start moving around. That's cool about Toy Story. Regardless of that, that shit was confusing for no reason mm-hmm. it you gave me too many things and such a it, not even too many things it, it was so scarce it's like all right you're in this corner of the room right and they want you to go to this corner room for a simple cut scene not to go fight nothing not to it's like just go over there and look at that Go over there and look at that and then come back over here. Then go back over there again to come back here and just go back in this room in the attic and come back down and that back in that it room. It was a lot of it was a lot, lot of back and forth. Cut down it was very that. tedious okay. for a game that has such an expansive world, but you limited me to two corners of your such expansive world. And then when you want when I did explore this expansive world, there was no reward for it. There was okay. no compared to all their previous bodies of work, okay. right? The worlds were smaller. It, the story was a lot more interactive. On top of it being more interactive, they dwelled more in said Disney universes and said Disney worlds. The, again, the Toy Story world was a good nod because it expanded not only in their game universe, but okay. the Toy Story universe as a whole. Monster Inc. Monsters Inc. Yo. And, and, and Where you go? Now, here's, here's another thing that I'm... And see, you're proving my point. So the thing is, to me... You said the game is trash, but you're telling me that there's parts in the game that's fuego, and then you agree with me that the <laughs> graphics and the sound and the gameplay is hot. I could be real so, about that. So my point is, the game is not trash, it's just not as good as the other ones. Exactly. So, so my, thing is, so my, thing, my point is, we've got, we've got so accustomed in a culture that we just so quick to just say everything is just trash, 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 when in reality, that it's not trash. Isn't, you gotta understand the difference. Isn't the story like the meat and potatoes of a game? Like, let's say you have a burger and, like, the bread is good, the lettuce is crisp, the, the tomato is juicy, but the actual patty is, like, terrible. It's doo-doo. Yeah, you're not gonna be like, you know, was pretty solid, and the mayo had a nice, creamy texture. You're gonna be like, this burger was trash. But see, here's the, but see, like, here's what I would say to that, because at the end of the day, it all falls down to personal taste. Like, Metal Gear Solid 4 got a 10, but that has, but so many people would take other games that have long load times and take a point off of those long load times because it takes you out of the game. Metal Gear Solid 4 Hold on, Metal Gear Solid 4 had 15-minute load times. I remember. And it got a 10. So my point is, be consistent with the way you review or look at things. Now, to your point with the burger and everything like that, so here's what I would say, right? Now, if you look at uh, the story, now, a lot of times people would say that the story is the meat and potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. Gameplay is always the meat and potatoes. I'm going to tell you why. 
because you're not going to know or care about a story if you're not willing to play through it. Nope. Period. You're right. Game, so gameplay and so gameplay comes first in terms of um, once a consumer buys something, but graphics come first before you even get a chance to touch the game. Because if there's no attraction to make you even want to play, you're never going to understand anything about a story or whatever. So first and foremost, let's break it down like this, right? Final Fantasy VII. And, and this is going to relate to Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII, one of my favorite RPGs of all time, right? So, um, especially back in those days in 97 and stuff, when they showed the graphics, it was the full motion video. It looked like a movie back then, like the way they did it. it looked great. When you play the game, it was turn-based. The gameplay was great. So the story, it took a, you know, a while to you know, get into because you got to read a lot. But overall, everything was amazing. Now, even if the story wasn't good, because I played a lot of games where the story wasn't that good, but I enjoyed playing the game. And as long as I'm having fun and enjoying playing a game, that is the pure reason why I play games, to have fun. Everything else is just icing on the cake. That's, I'm just saying, because think about it. Would a, story matter you, would a story matter to you if it wasn't fun to play or if it didn't play right? It wouldn't matter because you wouldn't even get that far in the story because you don't want to play it. Bored. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is... I was bored and over Kingdom Hearts 3, though. What is it in? I got over it. Kingdom but Hearts, why did you get over it? The gameplay was story? solid. But like with Kingdom Hearts, is different because like you got one, two, all the bullshit in between, and then we finally but, get... But right, my point selling is, point he, was he, said, later. he said that the gameplay was solid in Kingdom Hearts, and he played it. My point Kingdom, Yeah, I played it so it could progress the story. Exactly. And the story ended up being ass. Okay, but, but the point is, but the point is, but the point is, if you didn't enjoy the story, fine, that's cool. But the thing is, you wouldn't even know the story if the game was horrible. So you got to understand the process of priority here. Okay. The process of priority. So for you to say the game is trash, no. The story, let's say you thought the story was trash. It was shit. But when you say the game, you understand, when you say a game is trash, that means... it's more than a story. That means that, it, exactly, it's more than just a story. Who side you want? We don't save energy, bro. But you understand what I'm talking about? Like, Set triple. Oh, you it's like, it's like, let's say you... Yeah, you can't say something. But you, know what the yeah. but you know what the problem was with that? And that's Square Enix's whole purpose. Can, they sold us. Yeah. This they selling point was the story. Conclude the story. The that's story. The, the story. It was the story to an end. The story's not ending, yeah. bro. Yeah. No, but you understand. Oh my God, the story's it's not ending. ending. But you There's gonna be more. But you understand. But the point I'm trying to say is spoilers. I'm the sorry. Po the point I'm trying to say is this: <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is called Kingdom Hearts Three, not Kingdom Hearts One. So, yeah, it's going to be a focus on the story because it's the third part of the game. So from a business standpoint, marketing, yeah, like the story is going to play a role in how you sell a game. I get it. Now, if you didn't like the game, that's cool. But my point is, if I'm playing a game and I'm enjoying it, even if I didn't like the story, I will, I will tell you this. I love looking at how the characters look in the Toy Story world in comparison to how they look in a Pirates of the Caribbean world. That right there is amazing because now I'm excited to see every world to see what they're going to make the characters look like. You know what I'm saying? That's an excitement for me because I don't know what they're gonna be like. But don't front when I said that cars out there, you thought about like, yeah, that would have been fire. Yo, there's a lot of cars yo, been bro, yeah. that would have been bro, fire. There's a lot of things that I would like love to add to a game or whatever. But I'm not grading you on what I want it to be. I'm grading you for what it is. Right. And when you say something is trash, you can't play this, right? If I 
um, let's say your sneakers is let you say you got a nice outfit, but your sneakers is off. So it's like your outfit ain't trash, just your sneakers, but just jeans and is you can't say right. something. You can't say Kingdom Hearts is trash because okay. it's not. So then you gotta say to Kingdom what Hearts. You're saying, right? I love the game, but the story fell off. Right. That would be a more accurate. So to what you you're saying, I'm a journalist, so you gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your nah, he's right, because that's how I feel about Assassin's Creed. Like I still love Assassin's Creed, but like, yo, Unity was booty. Was the story booty. was booty, gameplay was booty. You know, shit like that. Like I'll Kingdom pick it apart. Like, the story was ass. You gotta break it down. Booty with a capital B. The story was booty with a capital B. Yeah, like see to me, if you want to talk about a game that's trash, like ET. From Atari 2600. Superman 64. Like, Superman 64. <laughs> Those games are trash. nothing about it is good. Like, nothing. Like, absolute graphics, gameplay, sound, fun fact, everything is buggy. Nothing good. Nothing good. That's when you got a game that's trash. So my thing is, people throw around that word, word so easy. But like this, trash and love is very similar. Because... People throw around the word love just like they throw around the word trash, not even knowing what trash really is and not really knowing what love really is. On that note, <laughs> tell me I'm lying. You bugger. I want somebody to tell me. On that note, <laughs> come on, man. This, I do this, man. I'm a debater for real. I do this. We, I like this. Yeah, we, we want to come back. Yeah, yeah now some more games we got to talk about you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some more games we want to talk about you, man. But do you understand what I mean, right? I'm very, see, the thing is, when you debate somebody or you're talking, I'm not the average type of guest, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have them, then you got Hip Hop Gamer. It's a different situation when I'm around, bro. Because my passion level, the source of my passion comes from my grandma. I'm different. You're never going to find nobody else like me. Period. All right. So, Nick, our final question is, where will we be seeing you next? What's coming up for you? Oh, the next thing that I got coming up... um. Uh, in the Bronx, August 24th. Y'all welcome to come too if y'all can make it. But um, August 24th, I actually got Bandai Namco flying out. Um, they're gonna be um in the Bronx, um August 24th, uh 11 to 3 p.m. I'm having my gaming and guidance assembly event at, um at the school out there in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. So that's where we have a gaming tournament um with the with the kids, and then we have a panel uh discussion about you know how to make money in gaming. Um, you know, self-love, bullying, all types of stuff. I want to give a big shout out to my man King. He's five years old and he has cancer. And mm -hmm. he has like like two different blood diseases. And um, you know, like even someone like him got bullied. And that's just it's like where are we, you know, as people, you understand what I'm saying? So I just want to highlight all the positive stuff, all all the love. And um, that's one of the big things that I got coming up um August 24th. Um, August 20th, though is um power season six shout out to 50 cent and the crew um okay. g unit uh they got power season six happening at Madison square garden it's gonna be a big event so mm -hmm. um definitely support uh you know power um i'm gonna be there uh doing like uh you know interviews and stuff like Damn, that can we come to that huh <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm not sure if i can get all tickets for that like, you know what i'm saying so, don't, don't, listen don't let me open there i'll tell you but you get smoked to smash brothers too <laughs> I'm talking about everybody. People be like, what? You owe me money? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I got that coming up. And then um, uh, uh, I have, oh, uh, what's the name? Um, Leo Rush, uh, the wrestler on WWE. Wrestler, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I have him coming to the show, uh, I think, August 21st. So um, just working, man. Just got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so, you know, just keep up with me. Um, just grind. Google me, Hip Hop Gamer. You'll find everything. Just Google me. And we get it popping like that. 
Uh, All right. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, it was an amazing yeah. show. Thank you so much for real. Yeah. coming on our little old podcast. Yeah, you know, you feel me? We appreciate you. We used to go uh, spank you out your boots. Uh, <laughs> we going to spank you out your boots. Let's get uh, it. So thank y'all so much, man. It's an honor to be on the show. And um, whatever I could do to help, you know, even beyond and outside the show, just connect with me, man. We here. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. All right. Well, guys, it's Play One Crimson. Play Two Sweat Biscuit, bro. Bubblegum Zombie Hunter, player three. Player four, the one and only hip-hop gamer on your hot 9-7 every day. That's my word. Logitech G, land party, what up? And we're out. out. <laughs>